0: Good Saturday morning, and thank you so much for tuning into Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. I'm Rick Nutzel. During the week, I am uh, Director of Sales and Marketing for the award-winning Best Western in beautiful West Palm Beach. And along with me in the TriCat Studios in beautiful Jupiter, Florida, is my loving, amazing, and talented wife.
1: Hi, everybody. Christy Nutzel here. I'm also a Director of Sales of a hotel here in Palm Beach Gardens and glad to be back with you on this Saturday. And I just would love to say to you that I wish you guys could see us jam out when we start our intro music.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. uh, we just sit here and just kind of jam. Kinda, yeah. yeah, it's kind of kind of catchy. Yeah,
0: it is. And uh, you picked that uh, music out. Yes, I did. And I wise choice, wise choice.
1: Thank you very much.
0: We are so glad to be with you this Saturday morning and uh, well, first of all I want to thank uh, Bob Morgan, Director of Sales and Marketing for the uh rapids water park
1: you almost said best buster i
0: almost said (laughs) (laughs) bob uh i've known bob for about 10 years he has done a great job with rapids water park uh he's such a down-to-earth guy and i kind of figured out now that it came from georgia
1: yes atlanta
0: atlanta yeah That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. If my voice is a little rough, uh, I've had a rough week.
1: The frog that I have now resides Mm -hmm. in Rick's throat.
0: That's right. (laughs) That's right. So this week has been actually outstanding. Um, Two things happened that were pretty incredible. First thing, I'd like to thank uh, Money Talk Radio and uh, the Palm Beach County Tourist Development Council and the Palm Beach County TV and Film Commission Because we just signed a contract with both the station and the county to be on air for the rest of this year.
1: And that's either a good thing or a bad thing for you guys.
0: Well, well, you know, listen, I want to thank our listeners, all three of them. Uh,
1: I, I know. Aren't they great? Right.
0: And obviously the numbers were good and the station wants to keep us and the county is happy with the show.
1: Congratulations, babe.
0: Yeah, it's you know, we were on what a six mile, six six miles, six month trial basis, kind of. Yeah. We wanted see, the county wanted to see if we could produce a show from our house, and we have proven to be able to do that.
1: Well, we had a few snafus, but hey, we it's a it's a learning curve, right?
0: That's right. I mean, we made the decision, and that's and we want to talk about the show, uh, what the show is about, why it came about, how it came about. ...and why we do it. But before that, I'd like to remind everyone that this show is brought to you by the Palm Beach... ...the Palm Beach County Tourist Development Council, which brings you to PalmBeaches.tv... ...which offers high-quality, commercial-free, family, family-friendly programming featuring the best of Palm Beach County's attractions... ...including its 39 vibrant cities, towns, and villages... This is going to be hard today. A vast collection of original programming highlighting culture, sports, ecotourism, and the finest culinary experiences, and so much more. It's streaming 24-7 uh, on demand. It is the TV. Watch it, like it, share it, the palmbeaches.tv. TV. also want to thank the Best Western uh, Palm Beach Lakes, located in beautiful West Palm Beach, right across the street. From the Palm Beach Outlets, and I also want to thank the Palm Beach County Attraction Association, uh, pb, org. If you're looking for something to do in Palm Beach County, go to PBfun.org and find out everything that there is to do here in beautiful Palm Beach County, along with one of my favorite sponsors.
1: And that is Song Sense. Song Sense is my musically inspired candle company. I hand-pour 100% soy wax candles here in my studio in Jupiter, which I'll probably be doing later on today. And uh, if you want more information, you can follow us on Facebook, SongSense, or you can go to the website, which I've just done some updates on, uh, GetSongSense.com.
0: And, of course, we can be heard every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock on 96.9 FM, 95.3 FM, and 1470 AM, along with...
1: You can find us on the Anchor Podcast Network or on Spotify. Simply search for Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christie.
0: So, that was one piece of good news this mm-hmm. week. The other piece is, I can sum it up in two words.
1: Baseball's play, back? Play ball. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Baseball's back. That is two words, I guess. Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So after 99 days of lockout, the Major League Baseball has lifted its lockout as the owners and players finally came to a deal on a new collective bargaining agreement on Thursday. Opening day may may have been delayed, but the season won't be lost. Uh, So here's the deal. Uh, Spring training starts March 17th. uh And then I believe the regular season starts April 7th. Yes. Which is a week later than it normally does.
1: So today, uh, so yesterday was the 11th, so today is the 12th. So I think today is a, you can show up if you want to show up to camp today, but tomorrow everybody has to report to camp by the 13th. Right. And this is important to us, obviously, because Palm Beach County. Is a mecca for spring training.
0: We're one of the few counties that have two stadiums: Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium and the Ball peak, the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, mm-hmm. featuring the Astros and the Nationals. And then, of course, at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, you have the St. Louis Cardinals, and yeah. you have the Miami Marlins. Right now, it was kind of it, it was kind of weird because in January, uh, actually January 18th, to be specific. Uh, Al from CBS came to my hotel and interviewed me about spring training. Uh, at that time, we thought it was still a chance to be a go, right on time in the whole bid.
1: And you went on record. Yeah, saying I so. went
0: on record. Well, here is my philosophy. My philosophy was that after 2020 and after 2021, I mean, the owners lost a lot of revenue. The the players lost revenue. So there was so much money involved. I would think that they would have gotten it done, and they did mm-hmm. just a little bit later. Now, it is, it's is—it's imperative that we have spring training here in Palm Beach County. The economic impact is in the millions of dollars. Right. I mean, the good thing is that a lot of the people that normally come down for spring training came down anyway, They didn't know if it was going to go or not. They've
1: been pent up for two years. Of course they're going to come down. Right. But they're not spending their money at the stadium. They're not going to the places across the street from the stadium as they normally would do because there were no games. So um, it is a major, major uh, announcement for spring training to come back, even if it is for a short time. Um, Actually,
0: no, they they are going to get in a 162-game schedule. I'm
1: talking about spring training.
0: Spring training, right. It's only going to be three and a half weeks. Right. And there's going to be a mad scramble now for the players Trust to me, travel. Trust me,
1: my email is already blowing up
0: because
1: we work with the Marlins at our property. So, um, so, But, yeah, this, that's a welcome kind of scramble because we've been so on edge not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, in, and you had the philosophy as well as I did, you know, two years cooped up after COVID, and you can't imagine it not happening.
0: People are chomping at the bit. Yes. And especially if anyone has, has ever gone to a ball game down here at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium uh, or the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, two parks, uh, one's older, one's newer, mm-hmm. and hmm But Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium is a classic stadium. Yes. It makes you feel like you're part of field of dreams because it has that feeling Mm -hmm. of it. The intimacy and the closeness that the, 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 the people get to the players and to the field is amazing. I remember we went to one of the games a couple of years mm-hmm. ago and we were on, we were in the front row and we, I mean, I could have literally reached out and shook these guys' hands.
1: Right. I mean, we, we, that was a Braves game we went to see because the Braves were staying at my hotel and we got tickets. We were literally sitting behind the Brave manager. Like right. I, I could have them in the head if I wanted to. <laughs> right. Not that I would have done that.
0: I, you know, I think I made a suggestion uh, during the game. I, I think you should bunt now. I, I and think I think, think
1: Ross was catching that day. Ross from the Cubs played oh, with the Braves. That's right. Yep. And that and was him. before
0: he got traded. Correct. And then of course he went on to catch the Chicago Cubs in the World Series. Yep. Which I grew up in Chicago, and I got turned on to the Chicago Cubs. In 1969, uh, by my mom, of all people, she was a huge, huge Cubs fan, as well as my grandfather and Mm. and grandmother. And so these, what do you call it, uh, being a fan of a team, it gets passed on in the family from parent to child and then child to their child and so on and so on and so on. And trust me, in Chicago, you can't be a Cubs fan and a White Sox fan. No, you got to be You're one or the north other. north
1: side or south side, That's baby. right.
0: So I truly am a Cubs fan as I sit here in our dining room in the Tri-Cat Studios <laughs> with uh, the adventures of Booger, Milo, and Aria.
1: Who are all sleeping. It, lazy. Right. Well, lazy that's, cats. Yeah,
0: but that's better than them jumping around on the equipment. That's true. Aria's it is. Aria's laying in the sun here. Yeah. I'm jealous. We got sun babies. Anyway, so back to the Cubs. Uh, I started following them in 1969, and and as a kid, I was, what, 10 years old? And I remember I loved the morning paper because it had the standings. And I would follow the standings. I would follow the players, their averages, their home runs, uh, just everything. Uh, As a kid, baseball is – baseball means summer. Right. It it just means summer. And so – And I read a couple articles uh, after the announcement, and they talk about calendar year. And my calendar year is always, uh, my my birthday is in April, early early April. And it always coincides a day or two uh, away from the Cubs opener. And you and I have made a... Commitment and a habit of taking a day off and watching the game.
1: For the Cubs' home opener. The Cubs' home opener.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, the season has already started. But the one thing that I remember, especially in Chicago in April, it was cold. It It can be
1: cold in June at Wrigley.
0: Right. (laughs) We know know that. We know that because we've been there. So uh, Wrigley Field is a magical place. It really is. It's one of the, I think it's the second oldest stadium outside of uh, Fenway. Hmm. Uh, The The big green wall. The Boston Red Sox, right. And so that's iconic as well as Wrigley Field. And we've been to a game. Now watching it on TV uh, in April, you, you can't. You, you can't imagine how cold it is.
1: Well, you it, see people bundled up in the stands. Oh
0: yeah, in the players, they have their their hats, uh, their their skull, mm-hmm. their skull caps, they have gloves on and they have extra shirts and um yeah. And then it can be cold in the summertime because we went I was it June or July. I thought it was July.
1: It might have been July. It might have even been August.
0: We'll, we'll call it the end of July, early August. Right, late, late summer. Late summer. There you go. And we went to a game. The problem is, is the wind off the lakefront, I'm telling you, if it's a strong wind, it is chilly, especially if, if you're in the shade.
1: If, and behind a pillar. And um, behind a <laughs> pillar, which I was
0: for that game. I definitely was. Every oh. game,
1: every game we've been to, he's been buying a pillar. Oh, jeez! But um, who picks these tickets? Yeah. You well, do. That's I do. Right. Well, thanks. I, I, feel free next time, my dear. Oh, free. really? Okay. Um, so, yeah, when that wind blows in. It is cold, but if the if it's blowing out, that means balls are going to fly.
0: That means home run, That's Derby. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you're just tuning into, uh, if you're just tuning into, you. Who are we? Where are we? What? I don't. I don't know. It's it's kind of early morning for me, and I, I haven't slept well this week. So, um, anyway, you're listening to Life in the Palm Beaches in the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. I'm Rick. There's Christy. I'm Christy. Yeah, that was kind of. Kind of an easy one. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about baseball. So they got the deal done, and uh, there is a couple things that they're going to really re, uh, look at uh, in, ju- in July. Uh, this is about the new international draft, uh, which will begin in 2024. And so they, they have some things to work out. But some of the changes that moving forward into 2022 – Bigger na- bases. Oh, actually, that's right. I know. Oh, okay.
1: All right, test me again.
0: Okay. Test me. Uh, what, uh, what's what been in the American League that is now in the National League?
1: The pitch hitter. Pinch hitter. What is it called? No? De- designated designated hit- hitter? Designated hitter. The DH. The DH. That's okay. right. No more watching.
0: watching. I mean, these pitchers are an easy out. There are some pitchers that are really good. Um, The gentleman uh, uh, on the Angels, Uh, not only is he a pitcher, but he's a long ball hitter, and he's just in all everything.
1: All right, there's something else. There's another one that they're changing, right? Something with bunting?
0: No. uh, Or was
1: that on the table?
0: When a pitcher pitches... All four infielders have to be on the dirt. Okay. So not on the grass. They have to be on the dirt. And then they're proposing uh, a uh, time, uh, I don't don't know what you call it. um, A time limit? A time limit for pitches. In other words, they want to speed up the game, which they really should. I mean, most games are three, three and a half hours. Something like that. Right. And
1: Well, that, isn't that the case in most sports? I mean, there's a time limit to throw the ball in football. and not there a time limit to possession of the ball in basketball?
0: Right, but they've never had it in baseball. Well, yeah. So they're doing that with the assumption that it will speed up the game and make it more exciting. Now, the realization, and in, in when they had this lockout, it wasn't a good look for Major League Baseball, and I'll tell you why. Uh, the national football league, the, the college football just, just ended and the seasons were phenomenal. The games were great. College football was great. I mean, go dogs. Oh, go Bulldogs. That's right. Um, and the, the major league baseball has the oldest fan base out of the NBA, uh, soccer, uh, the NBA, uh, did I say that? Yeah, NFL. Yeah. Yeah, so Major League Baseball, has a, they have a problem because they have the oldest fan base and they are not attracting the, the younger kids. And they're trying but to But do you do,
1: really think that's because of the, the speed of the game?
0: I think uh, today's generation gets bored easy. And the, the opportunity to sit for three hours in a ballpark...
1: Well you can't even do that.
0: Well no I mean you can't. I mean (laughs) I can. I I just don't don't. like to (laughs) it's just it's too much to sit for three three and a half hours. I mean and a stadium's a great place to to go see a game because you can get up, you can walk around, you can I mean get some concessions, food, drink and uh, and plus if you like to people watch, it's a great it's a great Mm -hmm. it's a great venue. And there is nothing The sound of a great pitch in a catcher's mitt, just that pop, it's unbelievable. The sound of a a home run ball, you know, as soon as it goes off the bat, it's gone. Right, And it's just, um, and of course, all the great baseball movies that have been out, um, it just, baseball is...
1: You kind of romanticize baseball, don't you? I do.
0: I do, absolutely. I mean, I idolize some of the players on the Cubs growing up. I really did. And I, I mean, I could name every position player. I could name the starting rotation uh, I used to be able to, uh, uh, like 1969 Cubs, mm-hmm. and then every year afterwards. And, of course, as a Cub fan, uh, we waited 108 years. For a World Series win. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty magical. It, it, it was. to happen in my lifetime. Oh, it was for Cub fans. And there are still some teams, baseball teams, football teams, NBA teams that have never been to the big show. Right. So it is a big deal. And so down here in Palm Beach County with two stadiums and four professional baseball teams.
1: And well, not even to mention the stadium in Port St. Lucie. That houses the Mets. The Mets, and yeah. then
0: I mean, there's on the West Coast, yeah. and then of course there's the Cactus League out in Arizona, and that's right. where the Cubs play. Right uh, here, we get. Um, yeah, I wish the the Cubs would be come down. to We tried Florida. to get them here.
1: We tried to get the Cubs in Southwest Florida. It just didn't happen. Who's we? The, the state.
0: Oh, I thought it was you and well, some friends. I mean, I, if I you know. and I had been doing it, it would have been done. It already. would have been no. done. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been done yeah. anyway. So this is a big economic driver for Palm Beach County. It's a big deal for us, and we are ecstatic that it's uh, that, that it's, it's happening. Back, yeah, yeah. And it was really, it was really cool because I, in my hotel, I ran into some people that are here, and they were hoping. And every day they would read the news and you know find out what's happening.
1: I mean, people still could go to the ballpark. They could stand outside the gate. They could watch because minor leagues were at Roger Dean Stadium, starting to practice and right. work out and stuff like that. So, I mean, you could still see some action, but it's just not the same.
0: It's not the big name players. Right. And throughout the years, uh, when you were working at the Homewood Suites in Palm Beach Gardens, you would have a St. Louis, uh, St. Louis Cardinal prep right. rally.
1: But we did that because we were at the the uh, the Palm Beach Chamber of Commerce used to host a night where you could meet the players. So. The Marlins would come out, the Cardinals would come out, and you waited until they sat down at that those tables, and you could have them sign one thing.
0: Yeah, if you know, uh, if you've ever seen a baseball diamond, uh, you know where home plate is, you know where third uh, third plate, uh, third base, and first base. Right. So what they did is they put tables from home plate all the way to third base and first base, and they had chairs, and the players would sit there, and you could go. Through a line, you Uh did have to wait, Um, and sometimes you—I mean—you waited an hour before even got in front of a player, but you got in front of these players and coaches, and we used to take memorabilia, like a bag of baseballs and pennants or a bat, bat, Mm -hmm. and the players would sign it. Now, we didn't keep all this stuff, and we did it for years. Mm -hmm. And then you took your sales manager opposed to me. Right. Which is fine. I, You know, (laughs) after a couple years, it's... It
1: always turned out to be a beautiful night, though, you know, because after after you got your thing signed um they had a barbecue so you could you could actually sit and eat and the coaches would come out or the man, the managers would come out and talk about what they expected for the season if anything was new what was going on how they felt um so that was a very, very cool thing but what we did with that memorabilia as Rick was mentioning earlier is we would have a charitable pep rally At the Homewood, so we would take all those signed things and have a silent auction, and we would raise money for Rainbows for Kids out of St. Louis, which is a children's cancer charity, and for LLS uh, of Palm Beach. So it would kind of kick off because we always participated in the LLS Walk. So that would kind of jump us in our in our fundraising for LLS. Right. So you know we did that. We actually. The irony of it all is that the day that the world stood still with COVID was the night
0: of the pep pep rally. rally. I remember that. And
1: that that day they they announced spring training was done, no more games. And so here we all are, you know, we're all bummed out. And we're thinking, should we cancel this? Should we not do this? I mean, what is this COVID? What what does it mean? That was the start of it. And we had the party anyway. Yeah. And we made we raised the most money that night we have in all of the pep rallies that we've ever had. People were just giving money. You remember, you know, it's like I said with COVID. When COVID first hit, it was we were all in this together. You know that kind of nine eleven feeling, and of course, it rapidly changed towards the end of COVID or whatever it is now. Um, but people were just really in a giving mood, giving spirit. And it, it was fun, and it, it's sad that um, we're not going to have one this year um, because spring training games weren't happening, so right. it, it took another knock. So I don't know. Well, I guess we can try again next year.
0: And I tried to do some research to find uh, what protocols that they were going to have, but if you consider that they just we just had the Super Bowl, uh, and over 120,000 people were in a stadium, sitting side by side, yelling, screaming, hugging, without masks. Uh, I don't. A
1: lot of the mandates are being lifted from states, right? I mean,
0: well, they did extend. I just read uh, they did extend on public transportation, uh, planes, trains, and yeah, automobiles. But <laughs> yeah, we, Christy and I, still can't figure out. We see these people, and usually they, they're bad drivers, and, that, <laughs> and that's and that's how we that's how we take notice. But they're in their car by themselves okay, with a mask on. But
1: maybe they're an Uber driver.
0: But if you don't have a passenger, well, in the car, maybe
1: they're you know they've dis- disinfected the car. They're wearing their mask. They're going to pick up their person. I guess. I mean. I guess you can't knock people for wearing masks.
0: No, I, I and I don't. I, I don't. It's a
1: personal thing, but right. I'm. I'm Clearly glad not to be wearing one anymore.
0: Right, there's only one place that I go that I they asked me. I had two places: the doctor's office oh, yeah. and the dispensary. They
1: well, you can't you can't chance if someone's already sick, you can't chance getting them sicker. So I understand.
0: So this might be the first full season, 162 games, a little delayed, and uh, the 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 games in the first two weeks that were canceled are going to be turned into doubleheaders. So there's going to be, every team's going to have like three or four doubleheaders because of that first two weeks and the delay. And let's see, back to the actual baseball.
1: Well, I hope they do those early in the season. Or did, does that matter?
0: Um, they will try to get them in, not the first part of the season, because it takes a while for players to get conditioned to playing you know, uh, right. nine inning games, day after day after day after day. I, I don't know how they do it. I mean, it's a you know, it's not like football, but it still it takes a lot out of you. Right. Um, cool. The shift. What's the shift? The shift lives. What does that mean? A couple years ago, uh, say you take uh, Anthony Rizzo, a left-handed batter. For the most part, he hits to the right field. Okay. Uh, a left-handed hitter will pull to the right field. The uh, A right-handed batter uh, tends to pull to the left field. Mm-hmm. So what they do, it's called a shift. They shift the infielders where there's a huge opening in the opposite field. Now, if it's a good hitter, they'll take advantage of that and, you know, and poke, purposely good yeah, the opposite way. Okay. poke the ball there. Yeah. So the, in the, they only brought the shift back, uh, or not back, but they I- introduced it a couple years ago. And there's mixed feelings about it. Uh, purists, baseball purists say, no, that, that's not right. You know, cover your position at, you know, where you're supposed to be. But a shift is a d- defensive shift to uh, maximize.
1: Well, it's also a mind game.
0: The analytics.
1: It's also a mind game for the hitter. Oh, a-
0: actually it is. And it's really funny because people shift, say, to the the right side. And, <coughs> excuse me, the, the batter wants to poke it on the left side because there's a big opening and he could easily get, a, get on base. But for some reason, that mind game, they tend to hit right into the shift. It just, <laughs> you know, and especially if... The team, the defensive infielders, are on the same page as the pitcher because the pitcher will jam the batter and try to get it inside. Right. So it does go to the right side. I mean, it's funny. And
1: and Rizzo was a very, I mean, he was very close to home plate when he hit anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, he crowded the plate. Cr- yeah, crowds the plate. I play. mean, he, he got hit by pitches. He was one of the top players that got hit by pitches. Um, You're
1: welcome, New York.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, My poor Rizzo. Yeah. And Chris Bryant, who went out to... San Diego. San Diego is actually a free agent. So that's the other thing about baseball now. Because the lockout lasted 99 days, the the teams could not talk to the players. So all these free agents that are out there... Mm-hmm. Maybe, They're literally
1: dangling in the wind.
0: A- absolutely, because there's been no movement. So what you're going to see is in the next two weeks... Major, Ma- major, major things happening. Major moves. And some teams are going to do well and, and get some great free agents, but rosters are not set at this point. I mean, that's why they do that's spring training. Yeah. And, of course, my Cubs uh, last year decided to finally scrap the team that won the World Series, and they basically sold off all their assets, right. all, all the great players. And they brought up all these I, – I have no clue – uh, I, I, in fact, if you ask me, I couldn't name a single player. Uh, no, I can name the catcher. Um, I can't. They, they, <laughs> Wilson, Wilson <Contreras>. <laughs> I, it, right in my head when you did. So the point is that this is going to be, uh, this is going to be a, a really strange year in baseball because there's going to be massive action with the free agents in the next couple weeks and then spring training, trying to get acclimated to the team. And I'm sure the players have been working out. I'm sure. Well, they yeah. Are.
1: On their own doing their own thing.
0: Yeah. absolutely. So
1: nothing else new. So that's it.
0: So I think that's uh, it for the baseball. Uh, I'm going to take this time to once again, uh, remind you that you're listening to life in the Palm beaches and the treasure coast with Rick and Christy. And this program is made, uh, is been made. Uh, God, you know what?
1: <laughs> you Take two. Do, you think it's
0: funny, don't Take you? Take two. You you do think I'm Go having ahead. I'm having a hard time. I mean this this cold or whatever I got. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this program is brought to you by the Palm Beaches Tourist, the Palm Beach County Tourist Development Council, which brings you the Palm Beaches TV, which offers high quality, commercial free family-friendly programming featuring the best of Palm Beach County's attractions, including its 39 vibrant cities, towns, and villages. It's a vast collection of original programming highlighting culture, sports, ecotourism, and the finest culinary experiences, and so much more. It's available 24-7 on demand. it is the palmbeaches.tv. Watch it, like it, share it the TV. also want to thank the award-winning best Western in beautiful West Palm beach located right across the street from the Palm beach outlets as well as the Palm beach County attraction association. Go to palm, go to pbfund.org and find out everything that is fun to do in Palm beach County as well as
1: SongSense, which is my musically inspired candle company. I hand pour 100% soy wax candles here in my studio in Jupiter you can find me on Facebook at Song Scents, or uh, you can go to my website, which is com. And we got a nice candle burning now.
0: Yeah, and it smells good. A
1: helpless candle. Very nice. Do you
0: have a candle that smells like bacon?
1: I have a candle that smells like breakfast. Like, it's very, but it's very mapley.
0: Mapley. maple yeah. Well, I love maple bacon yeah i know you do absolutely like any kind of bacon any kind of bacon (laughs) yeah
1: especially cooked
0: well i've never eaten raw (laughs) bacon so i don't know about that so again we uh, we love doing the show and we've been doing it for about 10 years and it started out uh, I was actually a guest on um, Life in the Palm Beaches with Roger Amadon at CBU Radio, a little AV, a little AM station in, in West Palm. That's right. And we took the show over and upon
1: his asking. You didn't hijack it.
0: No, I didn't. No, they <laughs> they asked us. Right, I know to take it over.
1: And Roger, I think Roger was kind of busy or because he at that time was with the TDC. He had moved from right. a hotel position. Right. So his position was a little more.
0: Right. He was exe- yeah. executive director right. of the Tourism Development right. Council. And so, and that's a tough job. It really is. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of agencies underneath you. So there's a lot of politics. Anyway, so we were at CB radio, um, little AM station, in West Palm. And, uh, what happened there? Well, we left for some reason. <clears throat>
1: we left. We took a hiatus um, and just sat on it for a bit.
0: And then we had a friend who knew a friend, and we ended up at I Radio. We did. Uh, and that was in West Palm Beach, too, mm-hmm. but that was an FM station. Correct. And uh, that brought us back because it, we it was... A big studio, and we mm-hmm. we would have three to six people in the studio. In the studio with, with us, yeah. Yeah, it was always something. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Love the studio. Not crazy about iHeart, so we decided to leave. And then came along um, the coast, 101.3, up in Stewart. Uh, the general manager, uh, Chet Tart, who was the general manager of Seaview. right. And then he became the general manager at the Coast 101.3 and up he was in Stewart.
1: Part of the initial team at iHeart. Like right. He sat in on a few shows right. and stuff like
0: that. Right. He was a uh, long-time radio guy. Yeah. Because we had a, we had a, a team uh, of people that uh, did the show. So Chet went up there, took the job, and he reached out to me and said, Hey, Come want, up to Stewart. Yeah. You want to do the show again? And we're like, Yeah. And so we had about two years. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, and we had uh, producer Joe, and then, of course, Larry McKay of uh, McKay in the Morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was our producer and engineer uh, part time. So we did the show, and that was a lot of fun. We uh, had a uh, show called The Music Box, and that was uh, Christie's doing.
1: Right. And that was when we would invite um, local talent on the show, they would come in the studio and actually perform live. Uh, So we had the Leafy Greens band, we had Balatovas, we had a couple others, um, and that was just a lot of fun because you get to talk to them about their creative um, path, how they get to where they are, do they write the music first, do they write the lyrics first, and then you get to hear them perform. Um, Leafy Greens band, uh, congratulations out to those guys, they just got married.
0: Not only did they get married, but they cut their first CD Yes, they so did. So they've had, uh, we've watched them uh, succeed, but they have earned every, everything. And
1: yeah, they have. And what they did for their wedding was genius. They turned it into a music festival for the day. So they had food trucks and it, they had show, they had Balotovas played, all their other favorite local bands were playing. They played and got married in front of everybody at their own music festival and I thought that was just genius it, it was
0: it was brilliant the food trucks did a lot of business they made money the musicians uh, that they had in the lineup got exposure and they had a really good time
1: and they didn't charge you to go
0: no it was a free event it was
1: a free event all they asked you was to you know buy food from the food trucks because they'd gotten these guys out right
0: right and so it was a huge just, success it was a huge success so so, so we had uh, the show on the coast 101.3 and and uh then covid hit and what's odd is that covid uh everything shut down in march and we actually continued to be on air till july right and of course it w- it, it was really weird La- larry mckay would be our uh, our engineer because they did a they had a skeleton crew it was only Larry and right. then us and so the many office.
1: people have been laid off
0: right so we actually set up a table in the hall outside of the studio when Larry was in the studio and we just had this little table and two mics and that was it yeah and we proceeded to do the show uh, until July and finally we just said you know what uh, life back then and if you remember uh, you know July was Pretty much where when I, April, May, June, July, everything was shut down. Yep. It was because uh, I remember my birthday, we did a Zoom call with some friends That's and right. had cocktails from the house. That's right. That, that was strange. And it so,
1: strange. And you couldn't find toilet paper. No. I still get our toilet paper from Amazon.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. So
0: <laughs> the Coast 101.3 got sold and it. Turned into a religious Christian station. And so we didn't think it would be a good fit. So we kind of sat and sat <laughs> and sat some more. Yeah, but then and Larry then McKay. Larry McKay uh, knew um, Jody, and I forget her last name. She's no longer with uh, Money Talk Radio, uh, but knew this lady with Money Talk Radio. And uh, we met, and she proposed us coming on air, Money Talk Radio, and being syndicated on 96.9 FM, 95.3 FM, and 1470 AM. And then we decided that we'd also turn it into a podcast. So we had to make a uh, pretty large investment in the equipment to do the show from our house. Mm -hmm. And so we're in the TriCat Studios, which is really our dining room, uh, and we call it tri because we have the adventures of Booger, Milo, and Aria, our three uh, rescue cats.
1: Yeah, well, Larry was very instrumental because he told us exactly what we had to purchase in order to do this from the home. Right. And, and,
0: and yeah, and so we, we.
1: <laughs> Sweetwater became our new best friend. So we got uh, all of our equipment from Sweetwater.
0: They did a great job. Uh,
1: and they did a great job. And let me tell you, if you're, if you are a podcaster or you're thinking about doing your own podcast, um. Go through Sweetwater because the they assign you a tech the moment you place an order, and he would he could text me and say, "Hey, this is on back order. or This is coming." Um, just great customer service, which
0: you don't find you don't anymore.
1: find anymore. So, um, very very good company.
0: And so we experimented uh, with the equipment. Uh, I have the soundboard in front of me. She has the computer in front of her, and. And our
1: first few shows, we didn't have any intro music.
0: No, we we listen. We <laughs> painted by we painted by the numbers, and we, we uh, watched
1: a lot of YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did to try to figure this out, and yeah. then and we've been on air since uh, October, so we have quite a few shows, and we've had some phenomenal guests. We really mm-hmm. have. I mean, what's great about the TV and Film Commission is uh, they supply us with guests. The, some of the hosts of some of their uh, programs on the TV, some of the producers, as well as the people that we know. Uh, We've had the Kravis Center. Uh, We had Linda from the Kravis Center, and and we had uh, uh, Jennifer from the South Florida Fair, and we just had Bob from Rapids Water Park.
1: Linda from the Kravis. Yep,
0: I said that. Oh, you did? I did.
1: Oh, I I thought you were going to test me on how many guests we had had, and I was just...
0: No, yeah. I, I wouldn't test you like that. Yeah, you would. No, you I have. wouldn't.
1: Yes, you have. You've done it. It's oh okay. God!
0: Oh God! <laughs> so that's how the show came about, as you hear it now. Uh, why do we do the show? Ooh, Christy, why do we do the show?
1: You should go on that first. Okay, this is your. The radio radio has been your dream.
0: It. I did. I started radio in the late seventies. And then did radio in the eighties and just kept on doing it. I used to drive a truck and just I love listening to the radio. I remember as a little kid, I'd lay down in the dark in my dark bedroom on the floor and have the uh, little AM transistor radio going. And then I figured out FM, and that was amazing. Um, It's just it's a it's a great. I don't know. It's a great communicator. It really is. And you and I have always believed, because we work in hotels, mm-hmm. if the county does well in tourism, Correct. our hotels are going to do well. Right. And my hotel, uh, I've always believed that no one comes to West Palm Beach or Palm Beach County to stay at the best Western Palm Beach lakes. But they come to Palm Beach County or West Palm Beach because of everything that it there is everything that the, the county has to offer. And we're talking some amazing beaches, amazing beaches, amazing parks, amazing attractions, amazing restaurants uh, in the venues. We have the ballparks. We have the Kravis Center, which, by the way, Anastasia played all last week. Mm-hmm. And I really can't say when they're staying at my hotel, but they did stay at my hotel because they're checking out uh, tomorrow morning. So, uh, in Anastasia was, uh, the group was phenomenal before that we had cats. And so the Kravis center is going full bore and you have now spring training is going to start up. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had the Honda classic, which we, we were, Palm Beach County was on the world stage. um, some of the other things, we just had the South Florida Fair recently. Right. And then this weekend here in Palm Beach County, there's so much going on. And the boat show starts. It starts, uh, I, I don't think it starts this weekend, but I actually booked the caterer that is catering the boat show.
1: Nice. And,
0: uh, and, and so that's, and they're here for two weeks. So the boat show's going on, and then... you
1: got Sunfest coming back after Sun, the Sunfest years. is
0: coming back at the end of April, and uh, that's a big deal. The lineup came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Yep,
1: it's April 28th through May 1st. Uh, the headliner on Thursday is Sam Hunt, the Goo Goo Dolls, and Rainbow Kitten Surprise. On Friday, you have Slightly Stupid, Counting Crows, and Polo G. Saturday is Lil Wayne, Brett Young, Adam Lambert, Chase Atlantic, Melissa Etheridge, and justin quiles and then on sunday you have ajr black pumas laney nelly soja boy and boys to men
0: right so there's so much to do in the county and if and and trust me just like you guys uh, when the pandemic shut everything down it shut everything down and when you take the drivers away I, the hotels don't do. The restaurants don't do. Um, people just didn't come for like a year and a half. Uh, we saw we saw some good growth last year, especially in the summer months when here in the summer months, uh, that's our off season. But we had really strong second and third quarter because so many people missed an opportunity to get out and do right. a vacation.
1: I think I'm seeing more family reunion um, bids or RPs yeah. come through because Absolutely. they're like, okay, we haven't had a family reunion in two years. We need to do it up big. So right. I've got a big one uh, book for July. So um, yeah, people are just ready to get back out there and travel and see the world.
0: Yep. I agree.
1: Or see our little world here in Palm Beach County.
0: I agree. I agree. And of course, coming up this week. Yes. Well, this week, my name is O'Netzel.
1: O'Netzel, because you're Irish for a day? That's right. Okay.
0: It is St. Patrick's Day. And of course, in Palm Beach County, there's some really, really cool places Mm. to spend St. Patrick's Day and celebrate with your friends. it's so weird when you get, like, a cold, but you live in Florida and it's 85 degrees out. You know what I mean? I know. It's just, it's bizarre. Hopefully I don't sound like I'm talking into a tin can. No. Um, Yeah.
1: You sound fine. I sound fine. So what are we doing for St. Paddy's?
0: What, you and I? Yeah. Nothing.
1: Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, what can other people do for St. Paddy's?
0: Well, I was just, there's a couple places that really... Uh, We've been down here in Palm Beach County, what, maybe 12, 11? uh,
1: We moved here in 2010.
0: Okay, 12 years. So there is MacArthur's Pub, and uh, they're, where are they? Let's see. I don't know where they are. Oh. U.S. 1 and Te- Tequesta, MacArthur's oh, Pub. that's close to us. Yeah, they do a lot. And then there's the second annual Jupiter Irish Fest, which is in Jupiter. Uh, That'd
1: be at Abacoa. I've seen the signs.
0: I, you want to take over? You no, seem to know, I'm... No, you uh, seem oh, to I, know it. Uh, and then there's O'Shea's... I'll, I'll say nothing more. I, no, don't, 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 mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm. O'Shea's Irish Pub. And that's in West Palm Beach. And they celebrate St. Patrick's Day in two parts. Uh, they have a patty fest on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And again, on St. Patrick's Day itself.
1: going to be a lot of corned beef and cabbage.
0: A lot. A lot. Now, th- one of the things that I always hear is there's Tim Finnegan's Irish Pub. Mm-hmm. I hear that advertised on the radio. Oh. Uh, that is in... Uh, I'm sorry. It's in Delray Beach. Uh, 2885 South Federal Highway, Delray Beach, Finnegan's Irish Pub. And how, how can you go wrong with that name?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's St. Patty's Day every day at Finnegan's.
0: Right. And there's there's one right here in... Um,
1: Palm Beach Gardens, Patty
0: Max. Patty Max. And that that's pretty famous.
1: Yeah. We went to a social event there. Yes. But we had not been... I think I might have been back once since then, but yeah. Yeah, I think they've been there twice. We're not crowd people. Well, Rick's not crowd people.
0: Okay, thank you, thank you. I
1: mean, I go to music festivals, babe. They know I'm 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 okay with crowds. Um, So yeah, but you know, corn beef, corn beef and cabbage. I'm sure there'll be a lot of shepherd's pie out there. I know that we're going to do shepherd's pie for our guests. on when is it? When is it's Wednesday? St. Paddy's, right? Wednesday or Thursday? I believe. No, it's Thursday. Thursday. We're we're doing uh, Shepherd's Pie for our guests on Wednesday, the day before. That's
0: really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We've got the place
1: decorated with shamrocks. And,
0: And of course, we don't really do anything um, on St. Paddy's Day. St. St. Paddy's Day is kind of an amateur
1: hour. It's like New Year's Eve. Right. Like, you know, don't be out on the road if you don't have to be out on the road kind of thing.
0: Right. And I, yeah, no... And then they actually they listed Duffy's Sports uh Sports Bar. Yeah. Duffy's. Well, you
1: got March Madness going on so that makes sense people that want to watch games.
0: And that's the other thing. That's the last thing I was going to get to. March Madness You're is welcome. right around the corner. Right around the corner. As a matter of fact, uh, this weekend I guarantee you, in the publications, either the Palm Beach Post, the New York Post, or USA Today, they're going to have the brackets. Uh, they're going to have empty brackets because right. right now, this weekend, a lot of playoffs in the college, uh, the college uh, ball, uh, basketball, mm-hmm. uh, which which is great because there's always that lag after the nfl ends their season super bowl and then there's a little time between spring break and now spring break has been delayed a little bit and now you're you're running into march madness and march madness the amount of money that is gambled on that in the the pools as well as the brackets
1: how do they decide where march madness is played how do they decide what cities get picked do you know? I have. I don't. I, I, know. I, no. I don't know. Question. I
0: would imagine it's pretty neutral. Neutral cities, as well as cities that are accessible with flights and hotels and all that stuff. So, and that's like with spring break. It, and when I talk about the economic impact, right? The not only do you have the spending at the ballparks, but you have the rental cars, you have the airfares, you have the restaurants, you have the hotels, you have the people shopping. I mean, uh, people love staying at my property because the Palm Beach outlets is right across the street, right. and they love to shop while they're here. I mean, people think some people think shopping is relaxing. Myself, shopping is a pain in the. <laughs> I mean,
1: you're you're that guy. I need a pair of pants and I need a black shirt. And you go in and you get that pair of pants and a black shirt. You do not, you do not, it's like you have blinders on. And I
0: think most guys are like that. And same with the grocery store. I mean, that's why I like, that's like, that's why I like to go to the same grocery store because I I know where everything was. Well, a couple you, of years back, public uh, Publix. They did a redo. They did a redo and change everything. And I was walking around every freaking aisle <laughs> um, just just trying to find what I needed, and now and it's okay. usually
1: when I give you a list to go to the store i I put things down in aisle order
0: right you anticipate how I'm gonna walk right where I'm gonna walk yeah right, yeah,
1: good wives do that,
0: and you if are they,
1: if they want the correct merchandise and you
0: definitely are a good wife. <laughs> So, spring training, we have, uh, the Kravis Center is full bore going, and we, have, we just had the Honda Classic. We're going to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day. And then, once spring training ends, then you have the minor, minor leagues uh, that are play, playing in both the stadiums, which is kind of cool.
1: So, I, I looked up my question. So, prospective hosts have to submit a proposed budget, fill out a facility questionnaire that includes the diagram of the facility, photos, uh, a detail of safety and security plan. They've got to provide a certificate of liability that, of course, greater consideration is given to those cities with the highest frequency of daily flights, airline arrivals, and departures. So I'm thinking, I mean, I wonder if, if West Palm Beach has ever submitted a proposal to host the NCA, it
0: would it would have to be.
1: Could they do? They could do that at the convention center, couldn't they?
0: Mm, no, I don't. No, I mean, it, usually it has to be a stadium, like a FAU or, uh, I mean, FAU has grown so big, and uh, I don't know, I don't know if West Palm. But I will tell you that I talked to Nick Romeo, who mm-hmm. is the. Uh, publisher and editor of Explorer magazine and the Florida attraction association might hold their annual trade show here in West Palm beach, which would, which would be great because I need to go seeing how I'm president of the Palm beach right. County attraction association. And uh, believe it or not, uh, we're a member of the Florida attraction association and the Florida attraction association uh, is now joining us, which is great. Uh, yeah. Which, uh, as I said, this is a great time of the year to be in Palm Beach County. There's so many things going on. There's so many activities that you can do. The attractions, the Science Center, the the Lion Country Safari, the zoo, uh, Rapids Water Park is open this weekend, uh, which Bob was thrilled about. So, so, once again, we appreciate you listening to Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. Uh, we're with you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock on 96.9 FM, 95.3 FM, 1470 AM, as well as.
1: The Anchor Podcast Network or on Spotify. Simply search for Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy.
0: And guess what? What? We're out of time. Oh, no. And we will be back next week. We're jamming that's right listen thank you so much for tuning in we hope you have a great week and we'll be back with you next week
1: see ya